I think one of the best names I've ever heard <laughs> in the kingdom of God is Reward. Come on. Sibanda. <laughs> reward Sibanda. Uh, thank you, brother. Um, thank you. Hey, brother. I just want to say if you're jumping on this podcast, you made it to 2024. Wow. Praise the Lord. Come on. First podcast of 24. Wow. It's going to be a great year. And we are leveling up in our leadership. And mm -hmm. I'm grateful to have my brother, Pastor Reward Sibanda, on the Level Up Leadership Podcast today. What's Come up? Come on. Brother? My man. Come on. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you being here yes, in sir. Las Vegas. Uh, coming out for the Deepen Conference, going beyond the surface, and thanks for carving out a few minutes to jump on and help, oh, us, absolutely. help absolutely. us level up. Absolutely, brother. It's an honor, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm honored and been wanting to sit down with you to just hear a little bit more of your journey, a little bit more of how God's using you to level up in your leadership. And so let's just wow. even kick it off right there. Yeah, Tell us in this season, yeah. how is reward leveling up in his leadership? No, absolutely, man. Um. I think uh, a, gr a, a, a great, uh, almost like beginning analogy of that is something that um, John Mark uh, Comer, um, in just in conversation, he said something which blew my mind yeah. because it gave language to the ebbs and flows. You know how in everybody's life, right? If you're if you are per if you perceive specific patterns, you begin to see specific things. Right. You might not necessarily have the language for it, but the moment you get language, you're like, "Oh, so that's what was happening." That's what right? it is. Yeah. And uh, but what he was talking about is um, uh, a stat, and it was saying that the thing that uh, separates champions, mm. right, regular season champions, wow. from Olympic athletes isn't how they perform, but how they rest. Wow. And he was like, and, and if you kind of think about it, if you look at it, right, is as when you work out, if you're constantly getting it and you never have any rest days, yeah. right, it, it, it literally you get to a point of diminishing returns yeah. pretty quick. Right. So whenever he said that, I looked at my life and I noticed that the, the withdrawals, right, mm. the seasons of silence, the seasons where the Lord is kind of pulling you into communion with himself to fill you and to prep you for the next season yeah. where the most powerful. So I feel like uh, that's the season that I, those are the seasons that I've learned to lean into cool. as I level up in my leadership. And if you, um, and, and so that's what it is right now. It's going, okay, Lord, I know this is countercultural because yeah. when, when you get momentum, what we were told and what we're trained yeah. And our instincts are to double down, right, right. Into, into, okay, go all in. But so many times, the Lord, when you start to get a little bit of momentum, he calls you and he separates you. Right. And you go deeper, there's that word, right, yep, in communion with him. And whenever you come out of there, it's the same thing that happened with Jesus, right? It's like he came out of there yeah. filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. So a lot of my leveling up has been to do with those moments, and that's the season I feel like I'm in right now. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I recently preached a message. We're in this, we're in this deep in series yeah. going beyond the surface and specific topics. And yeah. I preached this message called deep in my silence and solitude. Ooh, that's good. And it's something that I saw in the pattern of Jesus. Yeah. I was actually getting ready to preach at Cal Baptist university, a chapel message. Oh, wow. And I was going to preach on, Jesus and Peter, the walk on water moment, deeper yeah. faith, deeper trust. Yeah. But right before the walk on water, it says Jesus separated himself from the disciples, yes. sent them ahead, yes. and went to a desolate place to pray. Yes. While I was reading that text to get me to where I was going, wow. I felt the Holy Spirit say, 
Come this on. is where you need to level up. In. Yes. And that that's what led me to preach that message. And I, yeah. I think what I realized is if Jesus, the Son of God, Come on. needed to prioritize silence and solitude yeah. for the purpose of prayer, yeah. man, how much more yeah. does Haydn? Come on. How much more do the people leaning into this? Yeah. Um, I think those moments, I love how you said that. Yeah. That that makes us better leaders. Absolutely. And and I think too, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I, I can also imagine because there are some people that ha just have a natural disposition and just the call of God over their lives, right? right. Maybe is to teach in a specific context or right. to kind of uh, pastor in a more intimate and smaller context. Yeah. But I can't imagine for people like you, right, who have this apostolic drive, who are go-getters, who are like, mm. hey, well, there's territory to kind of take, there's yeah. kingdom to unite and yeah. all of those things. So, and your work is rewarding and you always mm. see the results and it's hard work and it's grind. Yeah. So sometimes... Um, I can imagine that even for you in those moments, it feels like, well, am I being responsible when I take time away for silence mm. and solitude? Yes. So in the fact that you have leaned in and gone, no, yeah. this is a source of power. Right. As opposed to a distraction, I think is yeah. that's a huge learnings right there. Man. And some of my, I just want to say like some of my best ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Preaching topics, leadership, yeah. um, unlock moments have came from those yeah. It doesn't always have to be long. Yeah. It could yeah. like be like a solid two minute or yeah. where you just charge up with the Lord. Yeah. And yeah. just say, Okay, God, I just I'm just gonna take a few minutes to Come just on. be with you. Yeah. Listen. Wow. Is there anything you want me to see? Yeah. You wanna show me? I think people would be surprised how that affects leadership. Oh, my gosh. And, and think about it this way, right? The whole dynamic of leadership, when you're the one that's leading, mm. right? The number one trait beyond innovation, right? Beyond good followership, beyond uh, people taking initiative is they're listening, right? Yeah. Are they good at listening and catching your vision and Great. catching your perspective and Great. then going into spaces? And so it's important for us as leaders that our followers have that essential skill. Yeah. And so how much more for us, in a sense, to go and, and it all if you go back right into a lot of my communication and conversation and a lot of my philosophy is formed by the ancient paths, the things that happened sure, either sure. at but if you think about it, it's the whole principle of the Sabbath, yeah, right? He says, hey, the land has to rest, right? Mm. Your animals have to rest, right? Your, you have to rest. Right. Your body has to rest, which is essentially what fasting is. Sure, sure. And in that space of rest, right, in that particular Sabbath, that's where the Lord kind of meets you, mm. right? Come and on. so I think I love that what you lean into intuitively, mm. these are like ancient principles that the Lord just baked, not in our leadership, but not in our relational dynamics. Yeah. But in the very DNA of all of creation, yeah. right? And, and and so those ebbs and flows, those That's moments good. of silence and solitude, man, they're... We're, we're, we're teed up right in this season. I didn't yeah. know where you were going to go with that question, but for that to be the message I just preached, Come I on. Think maybe the Lord is doubling down I, I on this so, topic man. and saying, hey, more of me. Yeah. You're going to feel it. You're going to sense a level up in your leadership. Because who's yeah. the greatest leader of all time? Jesus, come on, is King, King Jesus. Yeah. Right? Nobody has yeah. more followers That's right. than him. That's right. Uh, today, nobody yeah. beat the grave yeah. and uh, is sitting at the right hand of the Father and, and leading like him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and I think that 
Yeah. Um, he, I think we was that uh, that idea like you you are who you hang around yes but the yes, more who you yes. the more you hang around Christ yeah, yeah. the more you just download with him absolutely he's going to flow through you yeah you're going to lead like him dude and it's just i'm i'm catching stuff right no, now no dude no for real and and if you think about so sometimes i'll usually come up with this uh, uh cognitive kind of scenarios and one that i really like mm. is are these kind of um almost like a whiteboard meetings, right? Mm -hmm. In a room of leadership with Jesus and the disciples. Right. And there's specific things that Jesus says that I know for a fact that if I, I was in that room, mm -hmm. I would have gone against that particular thing. I would have been like, nah, I don't know if you're right on this one, Jesus. Wow. One of those is, and it's, it's, and, 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 and I think you just uh, gave me the answer right now. One of those was the fact that for the first time, right, divinity is granted to men, right? This is right. where they get their superpowers, right? This is where they turn from Peter Parker to, to, to Spider-Man. Yeah. He sends them yeah. out and, dude, like, demons are... Can you imagine? You've just been a fisherman. You go out and then you're raising people and crippled and everything. But demons, the powers of darkness are subject to you. Right. And they come back and it's the most productive they've ever been in ministry. And they're like, yo, so Jesus, good. we've been going and coming and everything. And Jesus is like, hey, come away with me and come rest for a while. Yeah. If I was there, I would have been like, no, Jesus, listen, I read this this book, right? Shoe Dog, Phil Knight. I, I just, momentum, the big yeah. mode. This is not yeah. the time for us to chill and to yeah. pull back. But it's one of those things to where in the most productive aspects of ministry, Jesus makes it okay to rest. No doubt. And I that blows my mind right he there. He models dude. that. Yeah. Wow. So good. Well, I think that 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 is a refresher and a reminder, mm -hmm. and let me say a convictor. <laughs> it's one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, um, but worthy, worthy. No, um, you recently transi transitioned into a new role. Yeah, with uh, Saddleback Church yeah. in Orange County. Shout yeah. out to the OC. Come on. Um, Come but on. here's what I want us to do. Yeah. I want to. I want. I'm gonna put you on the spot, mm -hmm. and I want to ask you three questions that have to do with leadership. Absolutely. I want you to share one level up leadership trait yeah. that you learned while in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Yeah. One level up leadership trait while you learn that you learned from being at the upper room in Dallas. Come on. And even in the past six months, yeah. something yeah. that you've caught a level up leadership from your time at Saddleback in Orange County. So yeah. three different spaces, places, Probably Dude, three different that. cultures. Yeah. And uh, very distinct and different cultures. Distinct. Yeah. These are distinct. But yet the Lord is depositing things in you, on. each one. Yeah. So if we can uh, eat off those for a sec. No, dude. I'll learn from you. It would be bro, great. I would love. And by the way, dude, I think another essential skill of leveling up leadership is knowing how to frame questions like what this man has just wow. done right there. Hey. Dude, that's, that's truly a gift, man. Receive it. No, no, thank you. But I, I think, I, I think if, it, and I hadn't noticed until you asked that question, that's yeah. how beautiful that question is, wow. is that they kind of have built up on yeah. each other. So my years um, within the African context, and most of these are contextual, right? Sure. So the Lord will drop you into a context and you are going through it and you're suffering through it and you're, you're kind of wrestling and, and trying to make sense of it. And it's only after, right, the 2020 vision that you look and you're like, man, if I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't have gotten sure. that perspective. Totally. So in Africa, in the African context, leading in Africa, following, that's where I learned uh, the value of the grind, right? Wow. The, 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 the discipline of yeah. 
hard work. Yeah. That's why I found the holy in the hard, right? Mm. I, I learned Writing to go, oh man, because if you think about it, right, it never gets easier. It progressively gets more challenging. That's why we need more grace. Come on. But those are um, a, a values that have to be drilled into you in a so specific con yeah. context. If you look at all the people that have gone on to, to build incredible things, titans in whatever game, not just within the, uh, the kingdom space, but even outside of it, when you go into their stories, right, they speak to, hey, my father was this and this is how he treated me and this is where I learned my work ethic. But there's always a context where they learned the value of rolling up their sleeves, building brick by brick Love from that. the ground up. Mm -hmm. And that's what I learned in the African context. Why? Because a lot of, 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 of the African, it, it, the African uh, context is, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's very... Um, utilitarian in a mm. sense right your value is directly proportional to the things that you can essentially do Got and it. it's also very authoritarian so sure there is not space to challenge uh commands right kind of like the military so that's where i learned just the basic hey sometimes you got to work it until it works mm. right diligence sometimes you got to keep at it so and good. and it's only after i went into my second context which I would have to say was the upper room based on what you said, that I truly appreciated that. Wow. Which means when God gives you an idea and you are not afraid to put in the work, yep. all the people that you're rallying towards that specific thing can sense that off of you. Yeah. And they're like, this guy's going to outwork all of us. Yes, he is coming up with a ludicrous goal, a ludicrous vision, but he's going to show up. So good. And they can look in your eyes and see that you've got the grit, right? Yeah. And so uh, building up on that, what I learned then uh, within the upper room context, which it's a very fluid artistic space mm. and it's all of that, was um, to to lead in fluid concepts, wow. right? Whereas the grind of work mandates, right, that you come up with a rhythm and you work that rhythm and it builds up upon this. Within the, within the upper room, there was an essence of... Uh, this freedom in the spirit when something yeah. is moving, how do you maximize moments, but then right. pull an entire, not just a room, but a generation. I don't know if uh, your viewers are familiar with that whole dynamic. Yeah. What that room was, it was a creative, is rather a creative worship community. Wow. And a lot of the music kind of happens in real time and people uh, kind of wow. do that. But then there's moments in there to where you have to steward where the room is going mm. and you have to do that in real time. Wow. And then afterwards, you communally right, yep. uh, deconstruct what essentially happened. Wow. So that's something that I learned, right? In whatever, so as yeah. a somebody that needs to level up in their leadership you got to be able to steer the ship yeah. right at the turn of a dime right right how do you leverage momentum how do you stop something that's going wrong without so yeah the power of the pivot power is what pivot. yeah mm -hmm. is what i learned in that specific uh um space and now in my most recent context uh which man there's a, a pastor there pastor jason who's over the executive pastor over all of our um of our ministries, basically. He's the one that, that kind of tapped me and said, mm. hey, I feel like mm. there, there's a space for you here. Mm. But also Pastor Andy, those two are the power duo because what yeah. I am learning just by simply watching them and asking them a lot of questions Great. is just the power of, of, um, of turning without losing people, Yeah, right? Uh, paying homage 
mm. to the old, yep. right? And um, honoring the institutions that have gone before you, yeah. but still injecting fresh and yeah. uh, prophetic a vision in a specific sense. Because most of the time it's either or, right? Absolutely. Not not saying it's easy as in the sense of uh, challenge, but it's, it's less complicated yeah. for you to get a blank canvas and to cast vision and to craft something bigger that takes a lot of inside grit and gumption right. and oomph mm -hmm. and sometimes it's easier for you to come in and maintain right it's like okay these are the parameters they're set the system works we just need somebody to kind of maintain yeah but when people are unrelenting and you need to combine the both of them at a scale yeah. right the size of, of of a saddleback so that's what i've learned and that's the that's the thing i've, I've been learning and i think all those kind of compound in that's a dope sense. yeah man no, yeah you. like you said very distinct yeah three different contexts and all have their own grace mm -hmm. and their own leadership i think this is something good that i might just speak really quick to the camera here mm -hmm. if you're listening or watching online Wherever you're at, mm -hmm. I think maybe the missionary Jim Elliott once said, wherever you're at, be all there. Ooh, I love that. Right? Be all that. there. Be, yeah. be, be there. Yeah. Because there's stuff that the Lord wants to teach you, show mm -hmm. you, deposit into you yeah. that this season is necessary for. Wow. To, to create. It might actually be the launching pad to the next season. That's right. That's if right. you're there. Yeah. I find that a lot of cats, I'm like, I've... I find myself, especially with working with athletes, yeah. like just just be be in this season. Yeah, like yeah. you're not yeah. there yet. That's right. Uh, you're not even in next game yet. Yeah, you're in this game. Yeah, you're in this yeah. practice. Wow, that'll lead you there. Yeah, you know. And yeah. so, um, man, I think if if we can fall in love with mm -hmm. just the season, stewarding yeah. the season, yeah, that God has us in, yeah, currently, yeah. There's going to be a lot of really good leadership yeah. level up moments. Oh, my God. You know, Pastor, um, we were having this conversation before and maybe just to kind of clue you guys in. But yeah. uh, if you follow this podcast and you follow this man, there are specific things which I guess is the spirit of the Lord. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to let you off easy. I'm still going to ask the question. Yeah, sure. But there are things that you intuitively get that when people are in their golden years mm -hmm. and they've built incredible things and God has used them for the kingdom and you ask them. It's almost like their perspective is in hindsight, right? Wow. It's 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 retrospective to where they're like, what have you learned in this? Yeah. And they're like, okay, this is what I learned. It seems like for some incredible kingdom risen and benefit, you know those things now, wow. beginning the greater works that God is going to do, which then means you can mobilize and maximize and wow. do incredible things. And one of those is you have this uncanny mm. perspective on seasons. And the way seasons are meant, you're, they're meant to be lived before they're understood. Wow. But you understand Whoa. them before you've lived them. Mm. Like you can speak to athletes and be like, no, be present now. How do you, is that something the Lord intuitively gave you? Is that something you wow. read? Is that, how do you know to tell people on the front end wow. to cherish those things instead mm. of the back end? That's a good question. I appreciate you. You you throwing it toward me? Wow. I think um, I'm. I find myself. I'm at. I'm 35. Wow. Um, my window has closed as far as like <laughs> my my playing days, and yet I find myself oftentimes reflecting now in this season yeah. of a lot of the stuff I've learned yeah. while I was either playing college, high school, professionally, whatever that looked like. Yeah. That. Um, I think there's power in reflection. Oh, that's good. Lessons learned, um, not just in the good things, but also yeah. in like, man, I, 
I was tripping in this oh. season of life, and I see you similar. Wow. What would so I, you're a naturally reflective mm, being, basically. Yeah. Got you. And I think what would I what would I have told myself now in this season? Yeah. When I, if I was there. Yeah. And I think I'm trying to give myself the game. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to give myself some coaching Let's moments, go. some leadership, some encouragement, and some. It's gonna be all right. Yeah. Like like. It's God good. is good. Yeah. Um, don't make it an idol, right? This mm. is a moment. You can have a. You can hit the next shot, and everything's different. That's right. Right. That's and right. So, so I, sometimes people just need that, and yeah. um, I think learning from pain, learning from, um, learning from uh, the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think yeah. that that's that's not just in sports. Yeah. Right? That's in ministry. Wow. That's in life. Um, yeah. And let me say one more thing that you just maybe came to mind as you shared that. Yeah. Um, when it comes to seasons and when it comes to vision, yeah. maybe that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can close my eyes yeah. and visualize what I feel like the Lord has yeah. for me and my family or our church or whatever, mm-hmm. this podcast, whatever it may be. Yeah. And I open them and and I'm not there yet. Wow. Right. And and that to me, I think you can go a couple routes. Either you can get discouraged, you can throw on the towel. Yeah. Or you can start to identify, okay, almost like in a reverse engineer, what needs to happen yeah. to get to the vision. There we go. And I think for me I'm I'm trying to take steps toward that. Mm. I'm not necessarily looking for a rival. Yeah. But, you know, we did the friends and family lunch today for yeah, the conference. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it has the potential to even become even absolutely, better. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So not, hey, mm-hmm. whatever the situation is, don't get down about it. That's right. Learn from that's it. That's right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. that's a lot of my journey. Man. And dude, speaking of which, uh, just, he wasn't going to go into it, but I will. Like, what he's talking about, the friends and family kind of. So within the U.S. context, there's a, there's there's what you call conference culture, right? Sure. And a lot of people kind of come in and you convene people. They'll fly in, do their yeah. bit, and kind of fly out. But if you follow this man long enough, you know so he's good. a kingdom mind. Kind and of. he's going, hey, it's spaces, right? Mm. Where are the intersubjective kingdom spaces Great. to where before the, the pressure of what we contribute, we can get into a space. And what was, the, what, what was the tagline for it? Feel, laugh, what was that? Yeah, it was eat, laugh, and be filled. What is more kingdom than that? Right? Come on. But, 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 but what I love about that, and it's something which I almost want to turn into a question back to you is... You are a firm believer in kingdom spaces. Yeah. You're a firm believer in convening gifts and and and, and different things mm. and and drawing a lot of inspiration from different things. Right. So because of that, you intuitively do things which you can tell encoded into the DNA of the idea is the kingdom principle. And the kingdom principle always states that his kingdom is an ever increasing kingdom. Right. So if there's kingdom in the core, as in the seed form of a specific thing, it's going to grow. Right. It's the same thing that's happened with, with walk the church. It's the so same good. thing that's happening with the conference. Yeah. You're convening. The conference is a giant table. You're convening, so it's going to grow. The wow. church is. I was. We were sitting around, and there are people that have kind of been around it and everything. You're you're a growing church, and it's growing exponentially. But you're also planting seeds and supporting other movements. And Come on. So my simple question to you is. How do you have such a profound grasp mm. of kingdom principles that transcend 
the 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 I don't want to say small c church in a demeaning yeah. way, yeah, yeah. but it contextually that transcend the assignment that God has given you to build mm-hmm. walk church. Right. So you're you're building with one hand walk church and it's solid and it's growing, but at the same time. You're pouring into the kingdom. Yeah. You're leading leaders. How right. do you have such a kingdom perspective on on the front end of everything? Man, yeah, kind of you. Uh, I, I feel like I'm on the reward <laughs> podcast no, right now. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Iron yeah. Yeah, there right we go. Here. He invited me to a conversation. Hey, I was like, yo, yo let's go. I'm coming to learn. Yeah, one of the great <laughs> quotes from reward is that the kingdom is a table. Wow. Yeah. You know, like I've learned that from you, and and you're mm-hmm. you're you're emphasizing that here. Mm-hmm. Um, an, one of my favorite kingdom scriptures, and I'll yeah. answer the question with this. Yeah, I learned it this summer when I preached through several of the different parables of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's in Mark chapter four. I'm trying to think of the exact reference, but in the yeah. m- middle of Mark chapter four, Jesus says, "And what is the kingdom of God like?" Yeah. He asks it in question form. Wow. D- doesn't leave room for an answer. He then answers it, and he yeah. says, "For it is like a mustard seed." Yeah, and he holds up. A mustard seed is how I'd imagine it. Yeah, um, it's the it's the least among yeah. uh, all, all the, the seeds. seeds. Yeah, but yet when it grows to its full, that's, that's right. why I, I got a little picture of the, the hands with the mustard seed there. I, oh, I put it up. It's not quite oh. as eloquent, but yeah. I just wanted to see it every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and the reason why uh, mm-hmm. why I answer the question with that is here's what I know. Yeah. Jesus says, "What's the kingdom like? It's like the it's growing. Yeah, it's the mustard seed that's starting small. It's growing big. Yeah, I know that if we invest in the kingdom, come on, other churches are here. Come on, other ministry leaders are here. Come on, some are church plants. Some are some are more established. Yeah, you know, some are black, some are white, some are Asian, some are Hispanic. Yeah, the kingdom of God is is around the table. Mm-hmm. We're in we're sowing into that. Yeah, we're investing into yeah. that. Yeah." The Lord's gonna bless it. Wow, dude! I really believe. Yeah, so I'm trying to help. Sometimes people think like, "Yo, like, what are you insecure? Like, are you, are you scared to say somebody else's name? You, you, you yeah, scared about yeah. honoring another yeah, pastor? Exactly. Like, show up for their conference. Yes, like, God yes. Will, God will actually bless. Jesus says, "This is what the kingdom is. That's like. right. It's like the, it, you know, it's like this thing that's growing. Uh-huh. Invest in that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Seek first. Yeah." Not just so with this conference. I don't want to just seek first walk church. Walk yeah, I yeah. Wanna, hey, I want the church to be blessed by it. Come grow. on, don't yeah. give nothing less than that. Yeah. But if we're really going to be kingdom seeking, yeah. You know, shout out to Pastor Vance who has helped me understand that kingdom concept wow. for ascending church. Yeah. Um. But I think if you sow into the kingdom, you yeah. seek first the kingdom. Jesus says, "I'll add everything else." Man, that's some of my philosophy. With wow, that. dude, and that's a really cool kind of like testimony. I don't uh, because I don't have permission to share the story. I'll let you share it if you if you need to. But we were out there, yeah. and we're having a conversation with yeah. the church that you guys are sowing into in partnership with their sending. And this man is talking about how they're in a relatively. Um, uh, a culturally ethnic stronghold for yeah. a specific culture and it's a very familial culture yep. and that culture kind of keeps to its own and it does all these things and he was telling me that the first thing that they did was show up there and serve an older church in the community wow. and it's blowing everybody's minds because they're like hey because churches are within the american context right they are in themselves institutions in a capitalist framework wow. which means competition is automatic so good but to show up to a particular space and lay down your lives and serve mm. is and so when he was saying that i was like that's brilliant as if wow. it was a strategy but then 
Right. I saw how you serve leaders and the places that you guys are like, not making an excuse of, well, let's grow and then bless others. And now um, you are starting to see your fruit grow in other people's trees while you are, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, your culture is very, it's kingdom. Kind so it's you. very catchy, man. And it's like. Honored by that. Yeah. Hey, before I hit you with the last question, mm -hmm. just a quick shout out to Pam. Come on. Pastor Rewards, <laughs> wife of six years, just had a baby yeah, 11 man. months ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, baby CeeLo. Yeah. CeeLo. CeeLo. <laughs> and the reason why I love that name yeah. is because is that that's Little Lion? Yes, yes. And lion, yeah. we have a two-year-old named Lion. So Come on, the pride, I, baby. Squad. Yeah, young Lions. <laughs> that out here. was the connection. Jeez, yeah. Jeez, that is a that is amazing. Come Shout on. out to your family. No, thank you, brother. Um, grateful for you being in Vegas just for a for a moment to, no. to to pour into us and on the podcast as well. No, absolutely. And likewise to your family, man. I've met your yeah. your incredible wife and it makes all the difference when yeah. God gifts us with spouses that understand the call mm. and the mandate, and they're in it to win it with us. So also win. shout out, yeah, yeah to shout out to Nina. Nina. Yeah. yeah, she, um, she's an awesome leader, and I'm um, grateful for her being there today. Yeah. Um, last question: yes, If sir. you could just take a moment, mm -hmm. somebody may be listening to this on audio. Yeah. Somebody may be watching this on YouTube right now. Yeah. Could you just take a look at the camera and just speak a personalized word? Come on. Whatever the Holy Spirit gives you right now. Yeah. To somebody who's leaning in right now, what do they need to hear to, to level up in their leadership? No, absolutely, man. Thank you yeah. so much for uh, for that question. Absolutely. I, I feel like it's a layup because it's a layup. This, is, um, this is something that um, it's a scripture, but the concept and the principle is something I hold uh, very dear, near and dear to my heart. Uh, but all of uh, we are modeled after a specific tribe, the tribe of Israel, that God right said, these are my people specifically. Mm. And the priesthood and all of those, we could kind of go deep. But within that, there was a consecrated and set apart group called the Levites mm. that were there to serve. And they would have been the original leaders within the, the kingdom space. And he says something to the sons of Levi whenever they were beefing over the Korah thing. He says, hey, is it a small thing that I have chosen you to stand before me and wow. to serve my people? Wow. And I want to speak to somebody that's in leadership right now because every dynamic, every budget, every uh, community meeting, every comment – is going to speak to the simple fact that you don't deserve to be in that space or in that place. The entire culture and the ethos of this generation partnered with the kingdom of darkness is going to disprove you to where the spaces of your dominance mm. are essentially going to feel like spaces where you walk in and you almost feel like it's the imposter syndrome. And what I want to say to you is mm. the Lord wow. chose you before the foundations of the earth not to step into a leadership role, but he crafted a specific context so that when you go in there in your weakness and you lean on his strength, you will literally be able to slay giants, to route kingdoms, to do all of the things that are in Hebrews 11. So I want you to know two things. Number Whoa. one, Jeez. that God specifically crafted your context for your particular gift set. There's nothing that's a mistake about you because God never makes a 
has never made a single mistake in any ecosystem, mm. right? And when you step into those spaces, right, it's your weakness that qualifies you for his strength. And it's your strength that will enable you to do great exploits for that. In his infinite wisdom and design, he chose you, right? The world might say the other guy is a better speaker. If God wanted that other guy, it would be him and not you. If you have been entrusted with the burden of leadership, lean on his grace and lean fully into it and send all the haters to the one who drew up that particular play. Wow. And when you do that, you will fully step into spaces without apology and God's grace will be upon you. His power will be shown upon you and then you'll really begin to have fun. You are the man for the job. You are the person for this generation for such a time as this. God has chosen you. It's not a small thing that he did. Walk boldly into it. So Go good. deep in him and uh, yeah. Go rock it out, man. I can't wait for the testimonies. So, mm, yeah. Jeez, that was a that was a whole uh, session right there. <laughs> no, thank uh, you, brother. In that question, thank you for pouring out on this podcast. Yeah, I know I got some good notes in my right. journal here. I'm getting better. Likewise, um, man. If you're watching this right now or listening, want to love for you to share this or leave a comment, drop a review. Come on. Uh, we'd love to hear how God is specifically speaking to you through this and how you're leveling up in your leadership. Mm. Again, we're honored that you jumped on with us here today. Come on. And we look forward to seeing you on the next session. God bless. Peace. Peace.